So Nick, have you ever played a video game with somebody who like refuses to accept help? Mm. I usually am that person. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. I'm the Leroy Jenkins like running there. No, 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 no. I'm I'm like that too. But like like that like they're having a hard time and you try to offer like uh, like hey try it like this and then like they're just yeah, like yeah. here and there here and there I ugh. one time I was playing ex- uh, video games with my ex who when we met said she played video games all the time she wasn't very good though but I mean you know I wouldn't say that to her because she would get mad right uh, which is fine she refuses any help. Uh, at least from me, we were playing PUBG with uh, some of my friends. She couldn't get in the vehicle or like change seats or something. And so I was trying to help her and I was like, hey, why don't you try it like this? Explain what to do. And she got all irritated and screams over the headset with my friends listening. I'm not like that. It doesn't work that way for me. Like <laughs> I wanted to be like, bitch. What do you mean it doesn't work for you? If it works for Jimmy Bob over here, <laughs> it works for fucking Nick over here. How the fuck does it not work for you? Pressing jump. Is there something about make you, you jump. that like breaks the laws of physics and like you just can't fucking <laughs> do it the same way? Like I don't what understand that. <laughs> like how how I hate it when somebody says like Oh, it doesn't work that way for me. Like, what the fuck do you mean? Everything's the same. How does it not work for that you that way? I will admit, I know people who have a hard time with, like, first-person shooters and stuff mm-hmm. and working the moving around and then looking up and down at the same time. And I understand when people don't have that connect. But and it's it- just like, I wish I could lend it to people. So that they didn't feel like, I mean, so they could get it down. I don't feel a certain way. I just don't play, enjoy playing those games that require you to do that. Like, hello and stuff. Thank you, sir. I was, I wasn't going to expose it as one of your weaknesses. Okay. I wasn't going to. This is the thing. I complain at all. But I very much am not with somebody who can beat me at a general video game. For this chick, all she had to do was like hold down a button for like half a second. Oh, yeah. But it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. I, what do you mean? Is your controller broken? Yeah. Like, oh, okay. She just breaks the laws of physics and it's just how it is. <laughs> I, I do. Let's see here. I'm trying to remember. I've, I've, I haven't. I do remember the first time I knew I had an issue with a video game and it wasn't me being stupid. Like I knew it wasn't me sitting there going, Okay. I read the directions. I'm doing mm-hmm. everything right. The first time I ever broke anything on PlayStation 2 was the triangle button. The tri- when, how did you break the triangle button? I have button? no clue. Getting out of that car a bunch of times nope. on Grand Theft Auto. Huh? Because that's what the game that I discovered that I had the problem with. Trying to get in a vehicle. Trying to get into the vehicle. <laughs> if you think about the beginning of that game. Okay, but that gives, that's Grand a Theft different definition of it doesn't work for me like that. Right. No, no that's what I'm saying. Like... That was like the immediate like, well, that didn't work, but I, I had a broken control. Yeah, yeah, that's it's not the same. <laughs> some some people just shouldn't play video games because that's they get true. too angry. It's the same. I, some people shouldn't drive. Yeah, there are definitely people I mean, that shouldn't be on the road. But <laughs> you know? at the same, like I'm not like shaming somebody who's not good at games naturally. Like, right? I'm not that good at games naturally, but like. I but also like yelling at you over a headset in front of your friends. Oh yeah. My friends never wanted to play with us. I didn't know why at first. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Mine was more like, Hey, I don't I didn't use headphones for mm-hmm. a really long time. Oh, so you were one of those. I would yeah, but I had that eye thing, so it would just do it for me uh-huh. and I would just play it over the TV and so it was like I was just talking Yeah to whoever I was playing with because mass amount of time I was always talking to somebody we knew, like yeah. one of my friends' friends. Not I don't have like people I met on I have like one person I've met of in, in real life too, but yeah. that's how he was met with that friend group. But the uh like I just I was like, hey, the kids are right there. Just, yeah, 
<laughs> while we're playing because <laughs> we'd just be sitting there going, okay, now the kids are in bed. They can still hear it from upstairs, but then they were like doing their own thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's always that vulgar, that extra vulgar guy. I've, done, I've been him a couple times. Yeah. Well, I do remember. Oh, that was one of my funnest memories when I first got my new car back in the day and it had the Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. I remember calling on calling you on the phone and having to tell you, hey, my grandmother's in the car. You do that to me now. <laughs> do yeah, that. I do that to you like regularly, but I learned it from I him. Think- <laughs> if if I call him, he usually tells me if his grandmother's in the car. Because he isn't like cussing around her. It's not. It's not um, a respect thing. It I is a respect. Just, thing. Oh, it is. Yeah, I love grandma. Kinda. Me and her are lovers. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, listen, <laughs> she'll confirm it. I made the joke. She had to have. She had to have her a little procedure love. done, and uh, I had. I made the joke a couple times with doctors that I was not her younger lover. I'm just her grandson. <laughs> some, some doctors I like I that. played it. I played it like the right way. <laughs> cause I was like, cause I played, definitely said it to a couple doctors on in Pittsburgh and mm-hmm. got like way harder laughs than I thought I was going to get. <laughs> like, That's oh, always cha-ching. nice. Oh yeah. It's like, yeah. I like saying shit to people that they don't hear all the time. Like, that's why I always end up with, like, vulgar jokes or something mm-hmm. like that. Because it's like, oh, well, if it, it's appropriate for the moment, you know. Because you probably hear this nine million times a day. X, yeah. Y, and Z. Yeah, you probably hear So I bet you don't hear this all the time. Here you go. Like, oh, like I, I like, like handing it to them. damn, damn jokes. Yeah. Hoover that's why they jokes. make their tour guides say damn jokes. Oh. Yep. <laughs> Because that's all people would do is they go to the Hoover Dam and say damn jokes. And so now the tour guides do it so that people don't. That's funny. And that's like making fun of yourself so that somebody else won't make fun of you. Which I have done most of my life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm a real good, like, nobody can roast me better than I can Mm -hmm. roast myself. Absolutely. And they're like, oh, you're fat. And I'm like, yeah, really? (laughs) That's that's all you got? Okay, thanks. (laughs) You have a very high opinion of me, I see. Yeah, right. Wow. <laughs> Look at you. I bet Dick Tracy couldn't have figured out that one first. I'm fat. <laughs> Jesus. Right. A little far you had to bring Dick Tracy into this? Damn. Yeah, right. He's a pretty good detective. Yeah, he had a smartwatch. Right. Ooh. My smartwatch is better. This is Mark. And this is Nick. And I'm Z. And, and this, this is, is the Guns, Guns and Gory Podcast. podcast. I know. Almost hit it off my teeth. Hey! Guns and Gory! Shut the fuck up! All right, folks. Um, tonight we're doing a little bit of off the cuff. I have no idea what we're talking about. I don't think Nick has any idea. Or do you know what we're talking no, about? No, I just, uh, listen, I get told, stand, sit you in front research? of microphone, say this lewd week? things. No, no nope. research. Mm-hmm. It's we're the just, first week of the month, my man. What does that business mean? Take, it business. August. It's all business. I'm not going to be, I'm spending everything. my last bit of time as being 33. I want to know why there's a cock on your shoulder. The cock on my shoulder? This is a uh, combat cock. Can we name him Paul? Paul? See, I Paul thought you were supposed cock? to fuck it. Hell no. So, I mean, you can kind of use it as like a bench rest kind of thing for gun rifle stuff. Uh-huh. But a really awesome company called SOE Special uh, Special Operations Equipment. So what, are we getting sponsored by I these w- people? I wish. Then why so the fuck bad. are we promoting a product? I because he likes well, his combat cocks, Yeah, the man. combat cocks are awesome. So they, make awesome. they just make awesome <laughs> shit made in the motherfucking USA. John that owns SOE, I've been mm-hmm. to his, his little, his complex where he where he builds all this stuff. And they make like uh, chest rigs and stuff like that. Yeah, like everything's he hand, hand sews the cocks. Yeah. Well, there's big cocks, there's little cocks, there's furry cocks. It's such like a Chewbacca cock. Maybe that's all oh. I get you for Christmas one year. I don't. This is the problem is I don't like giving. I, this is an honest thing. It's going to be like a terrible thing of me. But like I 
know that I'm a better gift giver than most of my friends. So I always have a hard time giving them gifts because I know I'll, I know I'll outdo them. Yeah, I oh suck God, at I gifts. I don't even remember gifts half gifts. the time. Well, listen, I don't know. I'm just a really listen, thoughtful person. I asked I guess. for slippers mm-hmm. for Christmas one year. I just wanted slippers. I didn't want him to get me anything. I was like, just slippers. He freaking goes out and gets me like the LL Bean, like fuzzy, like hard bottomed, like fancy Vermont winter slippers. And I'm Nick, like, this. I just wanted slippers, Nick. man. I they were the listen. I waited. I got them on Black Friday. To be specific, like I waited. Oh, I was trying to get something on, on sale. Yeah, but I was like thinking, like, okay, if they're gonna have a good sale, maybe they'll spit out a coupon or something. I've paid for that because that was a Christmas present from like a few Christmases ago, and like I'm still getting LL. Like I've unsubscribed. Yeah. I've unsubscribed from everything the way you're supposed to. I still get ads. Man, <laughs> I'm probably I, gonna get them for mentioning them in the fucking I hate podcast. When I get like ads for shit. Like I'll just say it. Yeah, and Jessica Facebook weaponizes for the next it. Week. Or I'll look something up and for the next week. See, she she weaponizes it. She weaponizes it. She was sitting here one time and it was like one of those things that I hadn't I hadn't seen her in so long that Mm -hmm. she had been doing it and I hadn't seen her when she did it. But like she sat here and I heard her. We were talking about something and then she just started saying it into her phone. I can't remember what it was to give a good example. But like she wanted like we were it was some gizmo or doodad yeah and and she started talking about it into her phone and just so saying that it, it would pop up yeah whatever the name was have to search it that right and she was just like oh, i'll click on it and find like what the best deal is or something so it's probably an accessory or something weaponized facebook's spying on me. yep i like that yep like I'm just assume they're listening it. to us and use it yeah. against to you know okay. but i i did I didn't I need sponsors, buying. Facebook. Yeah, we need twelve. We need we need to find sponsors. So I'm that's gonna pop up on my shit now. Because be our phones are listening. Yeah. <laughs> now we can start looking for some sponsors. The t- the sponsors. <laughs> but just so you know, I still have those slippers and like the, uh-huh. this past like freezing winter when I was the only motherfucker that made it into work, like okay, I was one of the few motherfuckers that made it into Uh work i took those slippers with me because like i knew my boots would be cold and wet and that's what i just wore at work it was the best best winter ever see i want to wear slippers so she asked for something simple and i went out and i found what i thought was the best you know there's uh, probably arguably better slippers why didn't you get her like chanel well, I wasn't going to go for like, yeah, like some peasant. fucking Louis Vuitton slippers. I was I'd never wear for, them then. I was going for comfort. <laughs> yeah, this one would like be like, oh, yeah, these are going to sit in this cabinet right here. Don't touch me. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna. we're going to have some foot games going on here. You're fucking up the whole setup. The whole thing. No, I'm not. Yeah, okay. you are. No. Yeah. Look, your drink's all falcon oh, falling on me and shit. Why would you touch I said falcon. Drink? I don't falcon. even know why. What was I trying to say? I can't remember. So, oh, oh wait, I have a question. Wait, what was? Did you question? see the D and D movie? Yes, it was so good. It was good. It was sweet seeing a dragonborn. It was really cool seeing the big fat dragon. Yeah, that was funny. The fat I mean, dragon. Yeah. That would be me. <laughs> big fat dragon. Yeah, for sure. He made your way the whole way up the hill. <laughs> got all the way in the mountain and then made himself fat as fuck. Couldn't yeah. get back out of the mountain. Oh, no, that's... Hey, man. Mm-mm. I have the claustrophobias. Like, so you I don't would have, never like, unreason- do any... Uh, I'm not unreasonable with You don't want to go cave spelunking with no, me? Absolutely not. want to go cave spelunking either. Hell no. Have you ever heard any of the stories about that yep. shit? Yeah, we I should read a couple to tonight. We're going to read mm-hmm. a couple tonight. We are? Oh, yeah. I think we're going to no. read a couple No, because then that. I'm going to have to change the shower curtain again for my moo count. I don't want to change it for my moo count. <sighs> no, it's fine. Listen, all right. Wait, she, what? She, this is one of those things that she likes to bring up. So now we're going to have the general public knowing that I am a big sissy. And <laughs> our shower curtain was a little too dark. Okay. Because. And it didn't let in a lot of light. Yeah. And it made me very claustrophobic when I was in the shower. Well, because we have we have that plastic liner and then we have a fabric one. So we have two curtains. And I had gotten like a white opaque one because it was on mm-hmm. sale. Like I didn't think about it. And I normally have like crystal clear ones. 
so like more light can come through and then we had a blue shower curtain on top or the gray shower curtain on top of that so like it was extra dark for a good month or two yeah before i changed it out and so like and now don't and now don't let anybody think that that like deterred me from taking a shower when i needed to take a shower so we're clear so we're clear was not a dirty person but the problem is is that when you have a routine and then your routine starts giving you a little bit of a panic attack at the beginning of every day because your routine is what does that have to do with cave spelunking so the whole like small spaces and stuff like don't get me wrong i've been in a shower like my shower is not small it was just the amount of light and stuff started getting claustrophobic because of the dark shade oh yeah but like stuff like this it's because of stuff like this like that uh, oh yeah like it's so well, freaking out i'm like mm, yep, like there's a weakness. buried alive stories oh yeah and i'm like, like no nah. like the dude okay wait let me start off with this one because i well maybe hopefully it's one of your fucking stories i hope but listen there's a cave out in the desert where mm-hmm. a guy fell down in a hole vertically like head yeah. first down and they could not get him out of it Oh, I've heard that story. Hopefully I do find this. That listen, that fucking story, that fucking story gives me the fucking willies. Dude, some of them the when they combine diving with with mm-hmm. caves, nope. Yep. Nope, nope. Well, uh, never go diving. That's the story she made me listen to. Was it was Joe Rogan podcast. It was Joe Rogan podcast. It was Donald Sharon. He's an MMA fighter. His name is Cowboy. Like I'm a huge amazing fan. guy. And Balls I was like so excited because I saw a clip. I don't I know how he's sneaky. I don't know how he sneaks up on anybody because he's got balls that have to fucking clang. <laughs> because the thing is, is the story he told. It's fucking. It's the only time. All right. So when they came out with like the Obi Wan show, mm-hmm. I was like. Well, what are they going to do? It's not like they're going to fucking kill Obi-Wan or something fucking yeah. stupid. Cause we know like, cause you know, the yeah. characters beginning, middle and end. Yeah, like that's yeah, always yeah. my gripe about prequels of any sort is like, well, you know, who's going to survive? <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh, all this tension. It's like, no, no, the fucking story made me fucking crawl in my seat so bad. Like I was in my living room in like the one mm-hmm. place I should feel the most comfortable. Right. Next to her, listen to this fucking story just crawling in my skin. But not it mentioning freak- that it's freaking them out or the f- anything because yeah. I never stopped it. Right? Oh, yeah. I was just sitting there like. I was like, just happy hmm. to listen to the story and listen to like, so him talk because oh, yeah. he's such a cool one of dude. Nick's main fears. Eh, kind of. Because, see, the thing is, is I got, I'm never going. Like, you're never going to be like, oh, look, we're going to end up doing this. Like, you're not going to, like, reveal a fucking, like, I'm never letting you blindfold me for mm-hmm. anything you could win the lottery you're never gonna get me Mm-mm. nope fair oh. enough fair enough i would freak out freak out mark you better I rethink those get... bachelor party ideas yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck no cave going to no, the world mountains <laughs> like don't get me wrong i'll go well, no if, like if they're like guided shit. like oh, yeah. they have handrails if it don't have a handrail then i'm not gonna fucking do it well no like if you have like giant drive-in shit like the uh wampum mushroom oh, mines yeah. like i'll go through there or all those Foot places and resides stuff. There, right. Right. All right yeah all right so i got i got i got it's what an ask got? reddit cave explorers of reddit what is your creepiest most dangerous experience okay Ooh. uh it's deleted the person who wrote it so i can't give them credit so whoever you are whatever bro um during some cave exploring or spelunking don't know the difference between them my family and some friends were in some deep caves and as we were heading out we found a slit about knee high in the rock getting on your stomach there was a tight squeeze you could get into and it led to a small crawl space in the rock with quartz growing on the ceiling making a beautiful ceiling display we went in one by one and if you were claustrophobic this place was your living nightmare most times you could feel the ceiling on your back and the floor on your stomach every time you took a breath. We went deep in it and it was just incredible, like a small world tucked away within solid rock. I had made it as deep in as I could go, giggity, before <laughs> the path waned to the left and covered with stalactites and slagmites of sediment. Everyone was having a grand time when we started feeling some trickles of water on our backs. Mm-hmm. It turns out it was raining outside and the way 
The crawl space dipped down before flattening out. This whole place would fill up with rainwater pretty damn quickly, with any way for it to drain out was the way we came in. It started as trickles before it went into streams and began to pull up. Being the farthest away from the exit, and you can only just crawl flat on your stomach with jagged crystal pointing down from the ceiling, I started to panic a bit. Everyone crawled out as fast as they could as the water kept coming in, the streams growing larger and larger. We left one at a time as fast as we could, but it wasn't fast enough. I could feel the water coming up to my chin as I crawled behind my brother. Each inch I took felt so painfully slow that I could feel the walls compress around me, and the water was unrelenting, now splashing against my panicked squirms. I got out just as the water was up to my lips, and everyone got out safely. I am not eager to try that again. Fuck that. Fuck that. Right? Fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that. Listen, listen, if I see a slit in the rock by my knee, I'm not going to fucking go near it. If it doesn't have a handguard, mm-hmm. it doesn't have a fucking light, I'm not fucking going there. I have more like mm. self-preservation mm. than that call mm. it a fat person thing yeah like, if i don't, you fit, don't go in if i don't fit i don't yeah. care yeah. Oh, oh, well. yep like, i'm not i'm Mm-mm. not a cat like yeah it's, it's not if, if it's, i fit yep. i sit no yep. no no, no. Uh-huh. i'm like, more don't of a get dog me wrong. if i can't like, rotate around i'm not sitting like watching. like don't get me wrong in the bedroom things end up fitting places that's oh, I, i'm th- i'm cool okay. there but like that's it it's only in the bedroom it's never gonna be no all right i'm gonna do another one and i actually have ideas for the rest of the episode now so i guess Great. just doing the things uh, things that make nick freak the fuck yeah. out well right. <laughs> i love this so i want to do a couple stories about diving and then i want to do a couple stories about mountain climbing um see cool. mountain climbing. The th- what? Mountain oh yeah climbing. you want to go up to fucking mountain mount climbing. everest it, see it doesn't I'm not ever see it doesn't scare like me because i know i'm just too far. lazy all right so i don't want to cool walk thing. that far fuck that cool thing i it learned depends on the mountain climbing for me i think like if it's a large hill i'm good like so I, i'll do that i have an aunt that lives in new hampshire and uh-huh. there's all kinds of mountains up there that they walk up and stuff like this and she had a really hard time like with the oxygen yeah. part of it um with one and somebody told her like oh yeah you know change your diet up blah blah blah. stop drinking caffeine and uh as soon as she stopped drinking caffeine she noticed a really big difference and blah blah blah. so Mm -hmm. she like that was one of like the early like pro get it like really minding how much caffeine you intake yeah at least it it it, like became a really big caution to me Mm -hmm. um and well when i started realizing it because then she started telling me like she started being able to go up these other mountains and stuff so I just know that, like, you know, you got to go up and then you got to go all the way back down. Like, if you had mm-hmm. to go there to get to something and then come back down, like, cool, the, view, like dry, the views and down. stuff are cool, but, like, the, I got nothing. Yeah, like, well, see, they have those, are we going to jump off the other side? Like, they have those mountains in Tennessee where you can ride the rail car down and it's like a roller coaster. See, like, like those, that would be cool. That would I would be go cool. up a mountain for that. Right. Like, I want the way down to be fun. I'm talking about these big fucking mountains like Mount Everest, Mm -hmm. where people who have too much money to spend fucking spend $60,000 to go and climb up a goddamn... And you can, yeah, you could fucking die trying to hit the peak. But then there's like K2. Have you ever heard of K2? No. Have you ever heard of K2? I have not. So it is the second highest mountain in the world, and it is harder than Mount Everest. It's it's fucking <laughs> insane. So while you're looking up that up, I'm gonna read another story. Nick, I'm sorry. Oh God, all right. I go caving with my dad, who grew up mining uranium until his family's mine went belly up. He's pretty used to enclosed spaces and being underground, and I was raised similarly, albeit without the radon gas. I've repelled into pits I can't see the bottom of bouldered my way along and over one of the largest underwater rivers in North America, nearly caught in a flash flood and slipped into a crevice whose bottom is as of today not mapped and has never been reached or documented by anyone. It was by far the scariest damn thing ever to happen to me. I had to brace myself with my feet back against one wall and legs stretched out in front of me, arms on either side. I was in a pretty good spot to be, roughly 10 feet down, on wet rock, 
and my headlamp had come unplugged from its battery in my pack, meaning I only had the light from my dad looking up on me ten feet up to see by. He had to leave to get rope, and I couldn't really go anywhere or reattach my lamp in my position, so I got to chill in that crevice for roughly an hour, but God, it felt so much longer. I thought the fall itself was scary, but it was nothing compared to that. Complete darkness, and it was so fucking quiet. I could hear my blood rushing in my ears, could hear my knees creaking under the pressure. Every piece of gravel that came loose from my the tread of my boots, hitting the sides of the crevice on the way down, just fading out. I started seeing lights and little flashes, couldn't tell if my eyes were open or closed. I couldn't move to check and I'd fall, or I'd fall. God knows how far. I could hear more than ever I wanted while simultaneously experiencing the most quiet I'd ever felt, and all I could do was feel the rock against my back and hands, and presumably what were my feet were braced against. I started to not be able to tell up from down, started hearing footsteps and seeing movement and shapes from the corners of my eyes. It was utter hell, waiting for my dad to come back with the rope to help me back out. I know what I experienced was just due to the lack of visual and auditory stimuli, but damn, it was the scariest thing I've ever experienced, and we always bring a good amount of rope with us now, even if we think we won't need it in a cave. Yar, have you ever skipped leg day? Oh, of course. Oh, well, I got this lamp for you. Oh, do ya? Well, guess what the lamp does? It makes your legs grow. My legs grow? Yeah, it gives you bigger calves the bigger more you polish calves. it. Ooh, I yep. like that. Oh, you should like it. But it's got one downside. What's that? If you polish it too much, your calves will keep growing. Oh, but, growing. I, but I have to stroke it? You'll have to stroke and polish it and polish it over and over and over, over but not over too much. Not too much. It's sensitive. Yes. Oh. You okay. make the white stuff come out of the lamp, oh. and boy, oh boy. Where do I get this at? You got to go to the edginglampformicalves.com. Oh. Is that the only place I can get it? Nope. Not available on Amazon. Jeff Bezos doesn't skip leg day. So this is the mountain. Fuck that. <clears throat> Fuck that yep. too. Fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that. Yeah, it's Fuck in that. like the, Afghanistan. It's yeah. Or isn't something. this the territory that's fought between Afghanistan, India, I think Pakistan? So. Like this territory is yeah. murky on the it's, boundaries. Yeah, it's it's only the mountain range. It's like a couple it's, hundred thousand or like a couple hundred meters northeast of Islamabad. Like, it's like right. It's like the. It's East of really Kabul. close to the same height as Mount Everest. Yeah, it's which Mount Everest isn't actually the highest mountain in the world. Did you know that? It's uh, one yeah. of the Hawaiian islands or something but crazy. That, yeah. that if you go over, it's because yes, but it's because of the sea level. Yeah, they, oh. they go by sea level over. But if you don't go by sea level, the highest mountain is one of the Hawaiian islands. I can't remember which one. Hmm. Okay, so K2... Oh, no, go back up. Sorry. So K2 is 8,600 meters above sea level and is the second highest mountain on Earth. And Mount Everest is 8,849 meters. So it's only 200 meters lower. But I guess the way the peak is, it mm-hmm. makes it really hard to climb. And, like, the people do it and people See? die doing it. I have a different perspective. I'm not impressed by this shit because, like, I understand. Like, have you ever looked at the, uh, what, it's some picture or something stupid of, of uh, what the earth looks like without water? How much weirder yeah. it's shaped? Karakorum. I think is how it's said. That's why it's K2. Karakorum oh. is the name. I didn't even know K2's that. K2's the slang, I believe. Mount Everest is pretty much a tour guide now. Like, yeah, I've seen bodies. videos 
I've seen videos of like this little, like huge lines of people going up the mountain. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. at this point, Fuck it's just a that. tourist attraction. Like a nope. fucking, it's like going in the the line for the shittiest fucking Ew. roller coaster ride Climbing of your life. Climbing K two will cost you <gasps> between fifteen and thirty nine thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Everest is about fifty to sixty thousand. Well, I don't know. It might be. But why is there somebody at the fucking bottom with a you rope around to, it or something? You I have mean, to like hire Sherpas or whatever, like guides. You have to like pay for all of your air, your equipment. Oh, like, uh, so that's like a general. It's like, it's like real, the, real rough, rough, rough mountain climbing. They have right. black bears. Ooh. Snow leopards, red pandas, and deer on that mountain. No it's not like real, you, real, real high, though. I mean, that would be at lower altitudes, I'm sure. All I thought was, I want a red panda. And <clears> I don't know what a Himalayan Tahar is, but just no. I'm just going to say. No, I want to know what a Himalayan Tahar is. Because you don't know, I don't know, and like, I know it's not from Star Wars. I don't know. I don't want to, like, look out my tent and be like, oh, I'm hey, probably going to die today. Oh, 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 those things. Yeah. Yep. Fuck. What? Yeah. Fuck you. Pretty <laughs> what good. What is that? It looks like, it looks like, like a, a ram, it's man. A goat. Oh. Dude, those things. The places those climb, and they just kind of, they have that look. If they're looking at the camera, it, the same. If like a cat climbs somewhere, and it's like really unsure of how it's gonna get down mm-hmm. for that moment, like that's what they look like. And they're just got their little teeny tiny, little pegs of feet on the little teeniest tiniest little, like crack. Uh, why no thank you they'd ram into you in a heartbeat mm. yeah they'll hit <laughs> you off the side they'll hit you off the side for fun mm-hmm. i guess the uh at the summit or whatever at uh it, yeah there's a bottleneck so you have to like climb straight up and it's uh it's very prone to having like not landslides avalanche. but like avalanches mm. and stuff mm. I mean, avalanche is technically a landslide. It's just the snow that built up on it, on the peak. But then, yeah, like, yeah. there's the ones that, like, also they'll climb, like, cliff faces and stuff. Like, no. I don't want to do that. I don't want to like, climb. Whatever the black oh, pyramid, so I'm assuming that's probably a... Oh, I might die on this trip. That's going to take several weeks of my life. Yeah. It's just, you know, spend and most of my life savings. It's an adventure for some people, and it's just like, don't get me wrong. If what? like, if there was some kind of prize or something, like what? yeah, cool, what? But oh, like, just to I say that you did a it, mountain. Okay, congratulations. <sighs> and I mean, to get yourself in the because the thing is, this is this is where I'll give all credit because I'm fat as shit. I give all credit to the people that like physically get themselves into the condition to do this crazy kind of shit. But, like, the idea of doing this kind of crazy shit is, like, I don't know, man. I just, the idea of getting my ticket punched because I was trying to climb up a really big hill, I, I feel like my bloodline didn't survive this long for me to 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 say, oops. You know let's what hear, I mean? <laughs> Fuck that. Like, stories. I don't want to end up on the other here's, side. Cause here's a Mount Everest story. You ready? Go for it. Marco Sofredi became the first person to ever snowboard down Everest in 2001. However, due to a lack of snow, he could not snowboard down the way he wanted and had to take a different route. He returned next year to attempt it again. This time there was enough snow. He set off down during his preferred route, but would never be seen again. His body has yet to be recovered. Damn. Uh, Let's see. Here's another one. The Belay is a legendary event in mountain climbing history. It occurred on K2 in 1953, when Pete Schroening single-handedly saved six other climbers from certain depth, literally. He did it with all pretty much just one hand. The six climbers were falling down the mountain when Schroening miraculously stopped all of their weight and momentum by himself. He stuck his axe in the ice and held on as tightly as he could until all six men recovered and were able to continue. And see, like, that would be impressive if he, like, saved, like, six people falling off the side of a building. Yeah. But but it wasn't an accident, bro. Like, you shouldn't be on a fucking road. In those kind of situations, (laughs) it's a lot of times it's risking your own life to try to save others. Somebody else's life, yeah. Well, that was, so, that the story that we heard from, from 
the podcast cowboy Dan- donald Sharon. thank you um he like that was what they said when they were going in is like it's every mm-hmm. man for himself you don't go to try so and save you. it you panic like that's yeah. that's all you bro because you can cause somebody you can one it, one person dying is better than two people yeah dying or that people yeah dying. Like, you, it's like someone drowning like if someone's panicking yes you yeah. can't communicate with them like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like so what happened was he was went in with another guy who was super experienced and the dude started panicking and Donald turned back and and he couldn't find the dude. Well, to come to find yeah. out, the dude had gotten out. Mm-hmm. And then he, because the dude had put up all the soot in the cave and stuff. Yeah, he couldn't he see He lost anything. his bearings and then yep. he talked about how he had to calm himself down. Mm-hmm. And he like, because he could feel himself like heavy breathing that was like deep was sea like, diving yeah seeing that sea. like yeah, if you sea. if you descend too fast or yeah. so anything you could die it's called the runs right something like that yeah it's, it's, oh, and it's because man. the nitrogen in your blood right yeah and oh, yeah. his was it's deep sea the cave bends. diving is what mm-hmm. he was doing yeah the yeah, bends. Bends. Yeah, the bends. and um it. i knew i knew it and I it had ropes it. and that's the thing is this thing had like a lead rope yeah. But because he, he went off of it to pull, yep. he was trying to pull this guy back. He got lost. He lost yep. the rope. There's so many. We're going to get to one of those. Mm. We're still doing mountains. So Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, I'm going to do like one or two more of these short mountain ones. And then I'm going to I'm gonna start reading some of those. Because hopefully I can find one of the real freaky ones. Because, oh boy. Uh, Have you guys ever watched or heard Mr. Bowen? Mm-mm. he's a guy on youtube tiktok everything he has a podcast too and he tells these like creepy ass like real life events that happen like he'll go into like how um the all the people disappear in like the state fort or the national parks and like he talk about like divers that got lost and died and like stuff like that it's it's really good to hark back to our uh, our more like Bigfoot cryptid episode, mm-hmm. I do want to mention that I have major beliefs that all the all the like national parks. Yeah, the reason that they were picked for national because parks is always bullshit. The habitats. It's always it's a habitat habitats. for something. Yeah, that's where they naturally were living because it was forested heavily before right. we I mean, even came, and so and that's we, the case for so many we animals. We had to make an agreement. Else. We had to make an agreement. The government had to make an agreement with these creatures. Oh. Well, you hear they might be... Everybody thinks that they're about to announce that aliens exist. Right. Did you see that? Yeah. Because of that UFO conference or whatever that had no proof or anything, though. Mm. I don't know. I mean, it's possible. There, right. It's, it's very narcissistic to think that we're the only intelligent life in this right. fucked up universe. I think we're too stupid to just know anything. Yeah. Let's just well, live our lives and so if if it, it came out that aliens existed and stuff, it would cause chaos. Like, why does it matter? It doesn't. Like, it that's doesn't why it doesn't matter. Because yeah, that's why nobody cares. That's why people keep well, pointing out on TikTok because nobody think, cares. Well, people will will think, well, oh, well, then how can there be a God or whatever? But God, no, nah. could be an interdimensional being. He what if the universe, we? Like, what if we? are the aliens on this planet. Yeah. Like, we're just a colony that got lost or something. That was always a very interesting theory to me. Um, yeah, because supposedly... Of, because of how our, harsh... Our footprint just randomly, like, disrupted a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Like, and, we just suddenly appeared like that. And then, like, uh, what was the other thing? Oh, no, it was one I liked that our... Um, we would bode better as a species on a different... Um, atmosphere? No, not atmosphere. Not atmosphere. Uh, Environment? No, no, no. Uh, gravity. Oh, oh. On a different gravity. Like just a would, little lighter. Not, not like too if much we lighter. Were on Mars gravity. And it's because of like every like all the back neck issues we end up with mm-hmm. and blah blah blah. Like it's yeah. not like somebody's somebody pointed out. Oh, somebody hey, man, said it on a video. You know what? We don't know though, so it could be. Well, anything. you're taller in the morning too. Like how heavy the day is on <laughs> oh, your body, yeah. just naturally. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Over time, your 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 spine compresses. Mm-hmm. Right. All right, I'm gonna do these two more. Kate, not cave, mountains. Oh. This one's a normal mountain. This is the mountain why ones I won't, aren't as scary. I won't even go on the fucking. Uh, unlike most crazy climbing stories, 
Aaron Ralston's didn't happen at the top of one of the world's tallest mountains. If you've seen the movie 127 Hours, then you are no doubt familiar with this story. Ralston became pinned under a boulder and a wall in a slot canyon in Utah. After five days, he amputated his own arm and was eventually rescued. Uh, Ralston obviously has a good sense of humor as evidenced by the title of his book, Between Between a Rock and a Hard Place. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, he, so his arm was already dead because of how it was pinched. Mm -hmm. So honestly, him amputating it, he was literally just like, this is the only way I'm getting out of here. Oh yeah, I'm going to die or take my arm. You gotta, you gotta get somewhere safe. You broke the bone, yep. Before, like, or you gotta have a tourniquet ready to fucking go or he, something. He tourniqueted it. He oh, okay. had, he had oh, his okay, straps okay. and stuff. Um, so it was because he didn't tell anyone where he was going. Oh, mm-hmm. and he just left. You know what? I and think he I did might that have all the time. Uh huh. And um, and so he never told anyone. Left yeah. went that happened and so oh, no one knew and like he wasn't even that deep in a crevice like it wasn't that deep yeah in a yeah crevice. like he like, was, he was able once he amputated uh, he just got on the rock and hopped yeah. off like it was really that like fucking close just but because arm happened to get no stuck. one knew he was there mm-hmm. so like that's why when he felt when he like when he felt his arm die like circulation mm-hmm. was done there was nothing going on there he knew he had to. He's like, this is They're the gonna only cut it way. Off anyway. yeah. This is the only way I'm going to live. This is the only way I'm going to live to see my mother, my family. Mm, and so he snapped yeah. the bone because his oh, bone fuck. didn't break. Like, it, I think the wrist and stuff broke. Yeah. But, like, his bone here didn't he had break. To snap and he snapped it. And then he took his little fucking little tiny mm, little pocket knife mm, mm, mm. and just had to cut through all the the loose stuff there yep muscle you know the fucked up part so i watched the movie okay Mm, with james franco phenomenal phenomenal movie like i'm saying like i 100 percent like i watched this i loved it i was like okay two hours of a dude sitting between a rock and a hard place going oh yeah but it wasn't just and then at some point he snaps his arm and fucking but you know the grossest part for me was he wore contacts and to be able to see to make sure there are no animals and stuff yeah. coming at him, he needed to c- keep rewetting his contacts. Oh, man. So he would take them out, put them in his mouth, and put them back in his eyes. And oh. I was like, oh, no, sir. No, oh, sir. Man. I was like, that's where you have to cut your arm off, drink your pee one time. Like, you were fine. I get it. I'm oh, there. Fuck. I'm with you, my man. You're doing what you got to do to survive. Fuck them contacts. 127 hours. That's yeah. a, I want to have to watch that. All right. The story of Joe Simpson is one of the most well-known in the climbing world. While descending from the fit west face of Suela Grande in the Peruvian and- and- Andes? Andes. Andes, yeah. Simpson oh, fell 150 feet into a crevice. Mm. Amazingly, he survived but was badly injured and with nowhere to go, Simpson repelled further down in what he calls a form of suicide. However, instead of dying, he found a way out. He then crawled a distance of five miles over three days to get back to the base camp. Good job, dude. Wow. Listen, that that right there, that was blind luck. Oh, yeah. Blind luck. Oh, yeah. Most situations, you're going to die. Mm-hmm. Especially the going further down the fuck it and going oh, yeah. like, I'm going Yeah, full you don't send. know what you're doing. He's like, fuck, sure. I, I can't you're go that way, hurt. can't go that way, only way I can go. Mm-hmm. Blind luck on that. Oh, man. So now you can talk about diving. I was. Mm-hmm. Did you guys watch the new Netflix movie, The Longest Dive or whatever? Mm-mm. No, I don't watch. Oh, man. Like Ooh. those. So that's about this is these are people who go they um it's it's called I may be wrong. It's called the longest dive, okay? And the rules of it is like you go and you dive. Um there's no rules on what you like can hold to bring you down. Um and then so what they do is they jump down and they have like this little sled thing that they hold on to and it's weighted and it just brings them down. And they hold their breath and they go down as far as they can. And then they let go and they use um, like a pulley or whatever. And it pulls them back up. And uh, in the movie, this girl and her 
boyfriend were doing it and they I've were using a different yeah. like method of it like they were using new like cables or whatever or something like that and um the boyfriend like died um oh, fuck did he go down too far and come up too fast did it no break? i don't did think it? it was that hold on i'll, I'll uh, look it up while we're he thought of the thought before the thought thought yep. him do you love juicy crab rangoon do you want it hot fast and to your door now well download the gums and cory crab rangoon app for a large monthly fee we can get you crab rangoon wherever you are public executions goons successful baking experiment give me them goons just washed your car and kept all of your clothes on celebrate with the guns and glory crab rangoon app today downloadable at the google play store and the app store give me the goons so anyways nick okay i'm done um her name was alicia zacchini she uh and she is a record di- uh, record winning free diver, which that's what that's called. Ew. And um, her coach, safety diver, and I think he was also her boyfriend. His name was Stephen Keenan. Um, and so in August 2017, Keenan died bringing Zakini to the surface after a particularly risky dive into the notorious blue hole off Dahab, Egypt which one of the divers in the deepest breath uh, that's the movie on Netflix mm-hmm. watch it it's actually pretty good we got um, the thing up here on the screen actually uh, yeah it's uh, it's called the, the most dangerous dive site on earth it's particularly challenging feat because it involves following a safety rope straight down and then letting go swimming into and out of a cave in the pitch dark. Due to a tiny but tragic miscalculation, Zakini missed the rope as she came out of the cave, and Keenan was not there to guide her to it. And by the time they connected and found their way to the surface, it was too late for both to survive. Alessa. Alessa. My bad. So that's that's a movie on Netflix. I think it's still in like the top ten most watched right now um it's it's a it's a very tragic story yeah they were they weren't real old i mean they weren't super young but yeah like in their 40s 50s zucchini i'm not sure she's 31 so he's probably like in his 40s that it's up to them to mispronounce things and not me i'm gonna start making you read no I yeah. refuse. I refuse. Nick would be like, nope. uh, 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 did, did, It's just when it comes to names and words. Yeah, we know I you don't remember generally. names. Yeah, no. Nope. Not you remembered my name. <laughs> You're like, God damn fucking Mark. I like, Most cor- people I like correcting that people me. that your name is just Mark. And it's not Marcus. Oh man, I hate it. Or anything like that. I love. Oh, Marcus is your name, Marcus? No, nope. it's not fucking. It's Marcus. just Mark. You know that thing your pen makes on a piece of paper? Yep. That is my fucking name. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Okay, I got some more diving. C U N T. M A R K. This is uh, from a Ask Reddit. Uh, deep sea divers, what are your horror stories? I wear contacts, so getting water in my mask is extra bad as I can't open my eyes underwater. Well, no, f- I mean, most people can't really open their eyes underwater, right? Ooh, I mean, like, if you're, yeah, you're salt water. I'm not opening my eyes in that shit. Some people okay, can. Okay, I mean, maybe Some people they can. can. I guess. I, don't know. I guess it only stings a little bit, maybe. Anyway, <laughs> shortly after being told about a shark colliding with my friend from behind and removing his mask, I am pretty scared about this. Not sharks in general. I see a shark heading for me. They are curious. They often shoulder bump you as a turn at the last second. But she wasn't changing course. I stayed calm and still as long as I could. And the last second before she hit my mask, I ducked. Except instead of ducking under, I just headbutted her right in the nose. Everyone saw and thinks it was the funniest thing ever. I may be the only person alive who headbutted an 11-foot shark in the nose, but it was because I was scared she would take my goggles off. 
<laughs> what kind of sharks do you think they were? Like, do you think they were actually like scary sharks or like aren't like bull sharks or whale sharks like pretty friendly? Shark is a shark, shark, man. I mean, a shark is a shark. Yeah, they got that's teeth. True. Yeah, you know, like, have you ever seen as long like? As they don't think you there. Think that you're their food. They're nice. What so, it, like, like, if, if she was on her period, they're ferocious like, as fuck. Like, if she was on her period, she might. I mean, I guess you wouldn't want to go diving with sharks on your period, right? Like, that would be yeah, kind of. We would just wouldn't go. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I feel like there's people who do it. Just fucking yeah. chum right there for these sharks to mm. go crazy. It's probably the <laughs> parts per million that sharks can smell of blood in the water. I don't think. Yeah. I don't uh, want to know. See, the thing is, is, I realize that this is one of those inquiries that I think that there's an answer that we don't want to. That's, that's true. These, this is a fine example of the things that I keep to myself when I think of it on my I own. I like to generally, ask the important generally. questions. girlies must be being mean to him they are it's okay upstairs lay down baby it's okay if she complains about him remember two girls one boy of That's course true. he's gonna come out you know what like it's gonna idiot, build character yeah. for him right well because you had to deal with just girls i had to deal with just girls too yeah. i had Brittany. i had Brittany paso and nia gray uh, those are the yeah. two people like I grew up with as a little kid, like his oh, age. Oh man! So yeah, like I, I get they it. They used to pick on you. <laughs> oh my god, they're the, mm, they're still to this day probably like the two people that can probably call me and make me cry, like just by saying something, <laughs> just by saying something actually me. Like they could but, probably hurt my. Hey kids. Nick, remember when you did this? Yeah, right. Is which one's more willing to do it? Both of them. Both yeah. of them. Don't say that. Don't say <laughs> that. Because who that, would do it the fastest? Yeah, we're gonna get two listens on this fucking get, podcast. Is gonna be them well, too. Just to confirm something. that how scared I'm gonna be of them calling me just to say something mean. Oh man, it's terrible. So here's another one about free diving. That I don't. Would you? Would you, I don't. I don't see why. I would, like, why would you want to do that? Also, the pressure. Like, if you're holding on something to pull you deep. I will. The pressure, I, like, nah. The only thing, fuck that. See that right there? Fuck that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck that. Fuck that. Where they have to, to, the to, they yeah. have to take the tank. They have to take the tank off their back. Tell, I fuck wanted that. to tell one of those, but those are like rescue stories a yeah. lot of times where man, they have to good. do this shit. Oh, man. Yeah. So, what we're looking at is a picture. It's a diver under, like, in a cave, and they had to unstrap their tank and carry it beside them because there's not enough clearance. Mm -mm. Nope. Yeah, that. But you I, see, they I got that like, guideline. I bet that motherfucker wouldn't be smiling with their eyes if that guideline wasn't fucking there. Here's the deal, right. though. Here's the deal. <laughs> I, I struggle like this, uh -huh. getting into some cars sometimes. You know. What? So I don't. This the idea of this is never going to be fun for me. <clears throat> yeah. Now I will say, in like my life experiences, I have done the the goofy uh, tourist. Uh, snorkeling thing, yeah, and like uh, touched a manta ray and shit like that, and I'm I good. did it like right after it killed uh, Steve Irwin, unfortunately, uh -huh. which was like honestly, it was a thing I was cautionary about because um, everybody was like, he's probably the only human to ever die that way, and then like a couple weeks after that, another guy, it happened to him, and he didn't mm -hmm. pull, he didn't pull whatever was, oh out. yeah, and he, and he survived, and I'm like, ah, oh, no, I'm not. I'm stupid. It would fall out. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't I wouldn't be I wouldn't be given the opportunity to take it out or put it in. I no. I mm -hmm. would just it would be oh yep, this happened and you died and but I swam with it and it was fun. Like I'm good. If we ever go I, I'm fine with being on the beach and like putting my hips up in the water, that's about it. Yeah, I don't, like I don't need sand. to go further. No, thank you. Those are my no live water, please. Those are my college years. Punta Cana. Like sand. Yeah. Oh, your dumb years. Shut with up. your dumb girlfriend. Nope. We're not talking about oh. that on the podcast. Yes, we are. Now we are. Your dumb oh. ex-girlfriend. Now you have to tell a story. Oh, no. Oh, man. I went to Punta Cana with my ex. an ex-girlfriend and my grandmother. Yeah. And it was a... I remember this. Yes. So my, my grandmother... His grandmother's favorite ex-girlfriend. Oh. oh, my God. <laughs> Did grandma say that? No, it's inferred. Never say that. It's, it's inferred, inferred by Every, how she treats me. And everybody else, yeah. Oh, I was gonna say okay. there's like a plethora of girls that can be like, mm, 
I'm anyway. her least favorite. Yeah. You're Sorry. her least favorite? Has oh, she yeah. said that? Scum. Out loud. Oh, because I had kids prior to Nick. Scum. Oh, you whore. <laughs> and also, I'm I don't think that's the Nick only thing. Money, nah. Eh. What money? You know what, I don't though? Have any money. That's what I'm talking why about. Why does everybody think I have money? I don't know why she thinks she has money either. How much money? Like, look mm. at my, how much I make versus Boomers how much are make. sometimes like, a little misguided, I'll tell you I feel what. like. Now. But, All right. So. I went down. I went down to Punta Cana with this with uh-huh. my, this girlfriend and my grandmother. Did you go diving? Yep, and we did Ooh. the snorkeling thing. And, and so it wasn't anything like going into these well, caves. Yeah. There was nothing. It was all in a pen. You're floating with some fucking fishies. Yeah, you're literally in the open water for like five minutes. Get while mm-hmm. you get into this little pen. But it was like weird because like it's like where can you put? I don't know. You got to flow the whole time, and like you got to keep just keep your face down. Like you have to like stay in position the whole yeah. time. So I'm just like, all right. You know what the best part about it was that whole the reason I remember that part of the trip so well. Why? Because no one was fucking talking to me. No, no one was fucking talking to me. The two things I remember from this trip, this <laughs> that I loved about going to another country for the first time ever, seeing and mind you, Punta Cana is like well, you go down and you go to a resort and like fucking the place, the, the the ride between the airport and the, whatever your resort is, that's where you're seeing the real country. The fucking sand. And so like I'm not trying to be like, oh, you everybody needs to be aware of this, blah blah blah. Like everybody knows, it's a shitty little, country. But, like it's a shitty country. And like so, but I got real. The other thing I remember really well from this trip, though, that I that I love is that I was talking to one of like the waiters there, mm-hmm. and I kept running into this motherfucker. And oh, I have his name. I have his name written down because so he no, thought no, no. you were a rich American. He, he and had he was going to rob your ass. I asked him. I asked him. Like you're was, like I'm going to rob you. No, no, no. It was, no, it was on a part of our conversation. I was like, did you, did you follow me or I just keep lucking into running into you? And he's like, you keep lucking because I shouldn't be here. I've never even been here. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right. I know I believed him because I started talking to him about other shit. And one of the other of things, of course, started, he's not going to tell you. He's I, no, no, no. Him. Listen, I know he was. He was. He didn't have not a bad a bad bone in his body. I started talking to him more and like about his family and stuff like that. Like well, I had a lot because he wanted was, to put his. It bone was boring. In your body. I liked going to where all like nobody was because I didn't. Mm-hmm. But there was somebody still had to be at the bar. You know what I mean? And it, it, I don't know if this guy was the one being punished. I gave him, I didn't give him plenty of tips, but like at the end, I gave him a really big tip because I kept running into him. So I was like, hey, here, yeah. I'm leaving. Have a good one because I'll probably never see you again. But uh, the dude the was really ones. cool. And I asked him, I was like, do you have any experience with guns? Like, because I knew, like, I saw, like, uh, when <coughs> I went from the resort we were staying at to where we did the snorkeling thing, you had to go to a different resort. So I saw more yeah. of outside of the resort property which is gorgeous of course and uh i'm like seeing there's like security guard with the old school like not even there was no way this was a mossberg 500 it was Mm -hmm. some off-brand pump shotgun just a pistol grip and like was did the bead sight in the front was it still uh was it still there who knows who even knows if the guy had ammo for it but i remember seeing the shotgun and going oh boy this is security. Cool. All right. Like <laughs> we're coming to another country and that guy at the gate, that's, that's the guy. All right, sweet. So, <laughs> but I asked him, I was like, what is your, and, and he said like, there's guys that have like three eighties and stuff like that. Yeah. They go way out into the woods and shoot them and stuff. Oh, but like he that. told him, like he told me, he's like, some people get a hold of stuff and that's just how it is. Like you can oh. get a lot of stuff in this country. And and like I believed him, and that's why I was like, that's when I started really understanding like how people get certain things into the country that you, how else do you get it in? Like, yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff, and like not just in the gun world, obviously, mm-hmm. but like there's definitely a lot of cool shit that comes out of the world from n- people taking other routes of getting things in. Not, I don't know, not smuggling, you yeah. know. But people bringing in, oh, what's in the box? Nothing. Oh, it's a the, I mean, the, that's the brother to it. the Hope Diamond, something weird, some weird shit. You know, well, that's, yeah, I know, that's but, smuggling. Eh, I don't think so. I mean, oh. if it was the original owner or something like that, who knows? There's always kind of like all the all the treasures lost at the bottom of the sea that these people oh, yeah. go down. Now, now, see these oh, these little these adventures, motherfuckers. These adventures make a little bit more sense because at least when they're like going down to the Titanic, like I know the ones of the time or a bunch of the times that they went down, they brought stuff up. They can't dive though down that. No, they far. don't dive down there. But when 
the expedition they send, down. They spend so yeah, they're yeah, basically kind of. looting a mass grave. That's well, yeah. cute. That's real cute. So wait, that's a weird, weird thing about grave robbing, though. What? Because when what's the line between grave robbing and archaeology or something like that? Oh yeah, right. I mean it's, it's kind of the same thing though. My technically just one is less frowned upon. If one of my relatives were on the Titanic, I really wouldn't have an issue with it being. Yeah, you know, I would hope it wasn't something like the fucking diamond from the movie, which mm-hmm. I know is fake, and I guess there's I mean, a bunch of people like, that needed informed. If I that. went and <laughs> dug up my grandma and tried to get her like diamond ring, like That's you weird. know, I'd be put in jail, but. If it was like my great 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 something that was like eight thousand years ago, it's archaeology. How no, how you does just that need work? to file the forms and then they'll dig her out oh, for you so you can get the so ring. So I can off. just get my grandma exhumed for no reason. You like, can, yes. Oh, yeah. that's weird. You pay a fee. <laughs> pay the you pay fee. the government their money. It's a rabbit and hole. And you sign a, a paper for this. And yeah. you can dig her can up. Can you keep the skeleton? No. Not I mean, usually. You can get it cremated, but oh. that's it. There's there's weird there's weird things you can do. Grandma, I'm coming for that ring. Oh my god! But yeah, you just got you got to pay the <laughs> fees. I'm kidding. And I'm file kidding. File paperwork, I'm and it's all legit. That's really wild. I didn't know you could do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to have proof like she's your grandmother, of course. Well, yeah, like, but that's. I was just using a grandmother. What was that movie? The could be like weird house. creepy uncle. So House 1 or House 2, whichever one where the dude that is in the house, he gets uh, like this undead sidekick and it's his mm-hmm. grandfather or some oh, shit like that. Yeah. Cool. Oh, you've never seen it? Granddaddy. You definitely need to see it. It'll give you Vietnam flashbacks. You want to hear something it. crazy about my family? Oh, boy. My, my biological grandfather, there's a picture of him online. Only picture I've ever seen of this man. And he has, he's in handcuffs with the police because he tried to rob a bank. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty awesome. I mean, yeah. And he looks like my dad. I'm like, that is definitely my granddad. Grandfather. Pappy. That's weird. Oh, I remembered something earlier about uh, when we were talking about K2, I mm-hmm. guess near, I guess it's it's probably close in proximity Worldwide, yeah, uh, the, 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 the region of the world where yeah. the AK is see, king. Well, no, the look. mountain splits the Pakistan-China border. That's what I was trying to talk. About. Oh yeah, right. yeah. And so, <laughs> no, wait, China and Pakistan. The, well, no, there's no. Maybe it's not there because the Chinese. It's, it's yeah, I know. And it's the Indian, Indian, yeah, India's. But Pakistan, China, and India were all three having conflicts over the borders. Oh, I was man. trying to show Four. you like this is one of the conflict lines. Oh, okay. Why would you care about the second largest mountain? Well, the other thing is this: is it's so interesting because all of these passes and stuff, all these paths mm-hmm. and everything, they're being fought between specifically between China and India. Mm-hmm. But with, uh, with like, medieval weapons. What? So they have this Geneva Convention-style rule that mm-hmm. they you can only fight with, like, swords and hand, like, no guns, yeah. no bombs, shit like that. <laughs> so these guys are doing this crazy... Like, I didn't, I didn't even realize this earlier, so but these guys are doing AKs. this crazy shit, like, killing each other up in, in these mountain passes that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. And it's wild to me. I mean, probably not real high on K2. See, there you go. How did you die? I got my head chopped off fighting for a border. <laughs> because I wanted mean, to waste thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 to climb a mountain. Well, no. I mean, if you, I mean, military-wise, if that's what they were there doing. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, how'd you die? So like, these are the, right here. So the blue, the blue lines with the, the slashes mm-hmm. is controlled by China but claimed... <clears throat> By India. India claims that it's theirs. Yeah. Okay. And then the red down here, down here, it's the other way around. It's controlled by India, but China is claiming it. Oh, that's. You would drink water they from should the Ganges. Tr- trade. I know you would. Just trade. But yeah. it's not equivalent. They don't. No. They they just want to fight about it, dude. See. They just want to fight. about You know what? It. Everybody it always wants to fight about it's something awesome, for some though. reason. I mean, because they're well, because they're up there like. Armored combat league killing each other, man. Like I, I have. I'm I'm friends with a guy that's like really well respected in that in that sport. Yeah, and like 
some of the things he's told me over the years, I'm just like, this is some wild stuff. And to think, like, that's what these guys are fighting against. Yeah. That's, what, that's yeah, how so they're, up here, they're taking riot gear and crazy so shit. Up here, that this is the mountain area of where K2 is, where this yellow yeah, and So they have is. an agreement to only use primitive weapons yep. to fight for these border mm-hmm. Up in these mountain passes. It's the wild. It's going on right now. Right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And this whole area is where Mount Everest is, where all the other tallest mountains oh, in the world are all shit. in the Tibet, Nepal, this whole why area. You... So that's why, like, why? I don't know. Just to fight? I guess. I mean, it's the area, I guess, maybe it has, you know, China's crazy about their, I mean, their mineral rights yeah. and stuff like that. That's oh, true. there's stiff, there's tourists. Because think yeah. about the money you have to pay to 50, climb Mount 000, Everest 50, that 60, goes 000. to. Uh, to pay yeah. whatever countries and all of that stuff, housing, all of that. Yeah, true. I don't know, man. Sense. It's wild shit going on. Current oh, day and age. Oh man. Not to you know be like, oh, let's bring awareness. Yeah. I think it's neat. Is this they're gonna announce that aliens exist or something like that. Uh, according to like some of the time travel people, we're supposed to have a world war this year. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, but. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens, I guess. We'll see what the year is. But in the meantime, we have a Patreon. We do? Yeah. We still... What if we... Okay, if World War Three happened, would we still have a Patreon? It would still be We'd still have a Patreon during World War Three. That's crazy. It might be... We get some badass Can we say that about the podcast? The only podcast that will still have a Patreon during World War Three. Yeah. But so, Mm. our... Like us sending stickers, or um, if you're on the third tier, getting the love letters might be delayed a little bit if By we have World, World War III. Yeah, that's true. But it will still be running. I'll still be putting out and put putting out stuff. You know, we'll still be making episodes while the bombs are dropping around us. And yeah. I mean, if like some Red Dawn shit starts happening, but for some reason the postal service is still operational, mm-hmm. I will gladly mail people things yeah. that i've that i've col- i've harvested hey, from look, the skies this this, this shell <laughs> is from a gun or a bullet that this is a really cool me. this is a really cool chest rig from whatever country decided <laughs> it was a smart idea to drop people here yeah. <laughs> we oh, like shooting man. orange things out of the sky for fun <laughs> like <laughs> so wolverines wolverines <laughs> oh my gosh people going crazy over the and then everybody, dude, Krinkovs, like uh-huh. the dude. So it's uh, what um, Chris Hemsworth had in the remake <clears throat> of Red Dawn. Mm-hmm. The yeah, those are like ridiculously expensive. Now. Really? Oh, yeah. I want one. You used to be able to get one for like, I think like two grand or something like that. Now it's like four to six Why? or something. Oh, yeah, because there, there's just not that many kits. Oh, okay. It's kind of a weird gun Yeah. to begin with, but they are, That's a they are really neat. That's a dog. All right. Well, this is Mark. And this is Nick. And I'm Z. And this this is is the the Guns and Gory Podcast. Well, hello. This is Z. And you guys have been listening to the Guns and Gory Podcast. Written and produced by Mark Hodge and Nick Parrish. Audio engineering by Mark Hodge. Recorded in Fat Boy Studios via Sir Nikki's Love Castle. Media manager is me, Z. We'd like to thank all of our friends and family for the amazing support and all of you awesome people listening in. Please join our Patreon for fun extras and behind the scenes with the guys. You can find us at patreon.com slash gunsandgory. That is guns, A-N-D-G-O-R-Y. You can also find us on the Facebook, Instagram, and the YouTube. At Guns and Gory, thank you so much for listening. And please comment, like, share, subscribe, have a few carrier pigeons. We'll take them all.